The Money Pit is presented by American Standard, Jaiway, Home Advisor, My Healthful Home, and Arrow Fasteners. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are so pleased that you're here with us today on this chilly November weekend. You're getting your house ready for Turkey Day coming up, right? Just what, another week or so. So you want to make sure it's good to go. Can we help? Pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Want some tips and ideas if you're having company over, we'll tell you how to like improve your spaces for guests just enough that they'll be comfortable for the weekend, but they won't like hang out longer than that. That's way you get rid of them, <laughs> get back to your life. You don't want usual, them to be too right? comfortable. Nah, not too much, not too much. But if you're thinking about making an improvement, perhaps you want to reduce the energy consumption of your home, we could chat about that. Or maybe another type of decor project because you're going to be stuck inside it uh, these long, dark days in winter. So whatever's going on, basically, in your money pit, here's the connecting thread here, folks. Whatever's going on, we can help you with. We don't talk politics on this show. We talk about. I want your to. House. You won't let me. <laughs> no, well, listen. There's a reason that you know I sit at the right end of the broadcast table and you sit at the left, but that's as far as our politics goes. We meet in the middle and we shake hands. That's right, and then we share our common love of home improvement. So that's what we're here to do for you. Pick up the phone, call us right now at eight 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 six 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 three nine. Seven four. Hey, coming up this hour, is your chimney ready for the colder temperatures? We're going to have some advice on how you can find a chimney pro to get this chimney fixed up and evaluated or clean without getting ripped off, which is a big problem in the chimney cleaning business. Yeah, because it is fireplace season. I mean, it's the holidays. You want a beautiful roaring fire for all your family to gather around. And while they're there, they're going to be using your bathroom. So it really is a great time to think about updating the bathroom before all of those guests arrive. We're going to tell you about a new toilet that's not only efficient, but get this, it cleans itself. Yep. And if you want to give your walls a new look, we're going to have some tips and wall coverings that can add interest and color to your decor. Plus, mold in the home can be a big concern if you're buying or selling a house or just looking out for your family's health. So this hour, we're giving away a package of mold control solutions worth 105 bucks from our friends at Healthful Home. It includes the five-minute mold test kit. So let's get to it. Lots to talk about. 888-666-3974. All right, our next caller has a question that I'm happy to answer over the phone, but will not go see in person. William in Delaware has mice. What is going on over there? Yeah, we recently, back in March, moved in a Habitat for Humanity home, and we really enjoyed Toronto in downtown Wilmington. And for the first, I'd say, four or five months, we had no problems with mice or anything else. But the last three or four months, man, we've been getting mice coming in from the basement. I think that's where they're coming from. We've caught like 25 mice in the last three or four months. We've got sticky traps out. I'm going around and put low uh, standing foam in any cracks I can find and uh, basement penetration stuff. But I, I don't know where they're coming in other than that. I was wondering if you had any ideas for what, next, what to do next. Well, why don't you get a cat and a snake? Problem will be solved. <laughs> Right. Well, unfortunately, my family's allergic to dogs and cats, so I can't do that. <laughs> well, look, um, have you tried bait yet? Well, yeah, I had some bait traps outside, but they're still coming in. Okay, so is it, getting rid of rodents is sort of a management problem, all right? You know, they're so small, they can squeeze into the space the size of a, of a nickel. And so you're doing all of the right things. Now, 
outside the house, and since it's a newer house, this may not be the case, but we always tell people to not store firewood against house, not store garbage against house, to make sure that there's there's no you know uh, areas where mice can sort of linger around the outside of the house. Inside the house, you want to make sure you don't have any kind of food source. So if you had a pet, that might be you know the dog food bag, or if you have a a pantry that might be the not keeping the cereal boxes on the bottom shelf where they can be chewed into by mice. You know, those are all the normal things. Beyond that, it's a maintenance issue uh, where you're going to make sure you keep, you said baits outside. I would put bait inside. Um, what I would do is, is this on a basement or a crawl space? Yeah, it's on, it has a basement. So I would, and the basement's not finished? No, it's not. So what I would do is I would get some bait, some bait stations, put it up on the ledge uh, between the concrete block and the bottom sill where the framing is, that's sort of like the highway that the mice the mice will use to crawl all around the outside of the house. So put your bait stations right there so that they can have uh, some have some of that delectable uh, poison and then go outside and die. Well, hopefully, that's what, that's what I was a little leery about. I'm afraid that if they eat, they might die inside the house. Someplace where I can get to them. Nah, now, occasionally you could find one inside the house, but it's unusual. Normally they'll go outside. The thing is, as the weather gets colder, they go inside because they, they like a nice they like a nice warm house as well. But you've got to prevent them by sealing up all the gaps and putting out uh, bait stations. Okay, well, I'll try more of the bait stations outside then. Not outside. Put the bait inside on that ledge. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, I will. All right. Good luck with that problem. Okay, thanks. You're welcome, Bill. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Susan in Missouri has a question about a fireplace. Tell us what's going on at your money pit. Well, I have a gas fireplace, and it's one of those where they seem to cut the hole in the wall and stuck the fireplace in there. And now I cannot stop the the wind from blowing in. I don't know what to do. Okay, so is the wind coming in the hole where the gas pipe is coming through? It seems to be coming from all around the fireplace. You know, it's got a... Um, the mantle and it comes from around the mantle and anywhere where there's, you know, where um, it's been put together, it seems to have coming in. And of course it is coming in. Um, it's got the outside box, I guess, to have the exhaust. Okay. So this sounds to me like it's a, like it's a manufactured fireplace as opposed to an old brick one that was converted to gas. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. What? And it has doors on it too? No. It does not. Do you know what the brand is of the fireplace? Alenix, I believe. Well, the first thing I would do is I would take a look at the installation. And very often there's probably gaps somewhere around that box that were not properly sealed. Uh, I could. I would also uh, consider contacting Lennox and getting the original installation instructions. You may even be able to download those, which would give you or your contractor a guide to determine if it was correctly installed. And then thirdly, I would find out if doors are available for that fireplace because that could solve all your problems. Oh, okay. Okay. Especially if it's a if it's a gas fireplace pre-made and it has a combustion air supply, you may be able to keep that all behind the glass doors and stop all the drafts from coming through. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank you. I'll try that. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. Up next, we want to help you make sure Santa can slide down your chimney next month. We're going to have some chimney cleaning and maintenance tips that will keep your family safe long after Santa's gone back to the North Pole when we return. You live in a money pit. 
Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call now on the Money Pit's listener line at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. Find top-rated home pros you can trust for any home project. And hey, here's another great reason to reach out to us by phone or by posting your questions in the Money Pits community because we are giving away a package of mold control solutions from Healthful Home. You know, mold in a house can be a serious concern if you're buying the house, if you're selling a house, you're just looking out for your family's health. But mold tests take days to complete. The cool thing about Healthful Home is they do the mold test in five minutes, pretty much all DIY, and can identify the presence of bad or unhealthy molds in five minutes or less. There's no lab fees required. You don't have to hire an inspector, and it's available at Ace Hardware. If you want to learn more, check out MyHealthfulHome.com. But this great giveaway is going out to one listener drawn at random. Make that you. The number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. Bill in California, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? I'm looking for the best way to seal up a French door on my house. Where the two doors go together or shut together, they won't. Uh, they don't seal. They don't seal properly. No. So that's that's called the astragal, where they come together. That's the molding configuration. Uh, and so, are you getting water through these doors, Bill? Or are you getting just drafts? Just drafts. The first thing I would do is I would examine the fit of the doors when they come together to see if the if the door is actually closing evenly up and down. So if there's a little bit more of a gap at the top or the bottom, that's a different issue, and you'd have to physically adjust the door so that that doesn't happen anymore. Um, the second thing is I would look at the seal, the, sorry, the sill where the door closes to make sure that the sill is continuous. And an easy way to do that is with light. If you were to kneel down on one side of that door and shine a flashlight in to see if you saw the light coming under the door, that might give you an indication as to whether or not you have gaps at that sill level. Um, the third thing is that there is typically a hole in that configuration of the door where air gets in at the very top and at the very bottom where you need 
uh, about a one inch square piece of weather stripping to, 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 to seal it. And that's where the doors come together at the top and uh, the bottom. And then the rest of that, I would just look at the existing weather stripping that's on that door, make sure it's getting a tight seal um, all the way up and down. You really have to look at it in components to try to determine which part of that is broken down and which part of it is most responsible for the air leakage that you're getting in there, Bill. Okay. Take a look at those those items then. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Going out to California where Marlene's got a question about a rotten egg smell in the bath. What's going on? In our master bathroom shower, when you turn on the hot water faucet, it smells like rotten eggs. It's really awful. And uh, this lasts for, you know, several minutes and then it'll go away. We have oh, six other hot water faucets in the house, including a shower, and none of these faucets do this. And so we were wondering, you know, should we call a plumber? Would a plumber know what to do to uh, change this? Marlene, that odor usually stems from your water heater, even though you're only smelling it in those couple of bathrooms. I suspect it could be forming in your water heater. That sort of rotten egg or sulfur smell is actually caused by bacteria in the water, and it's reacting to the deterioration of the sacrificial anode, which is inside a water heater. It's usually made of magnesium or aluminum, and it will react with that and cause that odor. So one of the solutions is to replace that anode. And if you look at the top of the water heater, that looks like there's a bolt sort of stuck into the top of the water heater. That's the anode there. And if you pull that anode out and replace it, uh, even with one, a better bet is one that's made of zinc. There's, there's a type of anode called zinc alloy. Um, that will stop that odor from happening. Oh, okay. It's probably best to have a plumber do that, yeah. But if you call a plumber about this rotten egg odor and tell them to look at your anode, I think you might find the solution right there. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you expect Santa to reach those cookies and milk that you set out, on Christmas Eve, you want to make sure your chimney is clean and safe, right? And a winter full of roaring fires can follow as well. Chimneys that are dirty can collapse. They can cause serious issues from fires to carbon monoxide poisoning if they're not up to snuff. So good time to make sure yours is good to go. Yeah, you know, creosote is actually one of the greatest chimney safety hazards. It's that residue that sticks to the inside of your chimney when vapor mixes with condensation and then cools. And creosote, guys, is hugely flammable, but you can keep it to a minimum with a yearly chimney inspection and regular cleanings. Now, if you're not sure you need a cleaning, you want to just open the damper, which is above the fireplace, and look up inside that flue with a strong flashlight. Now, if you can't see the size of the clay or the metal liner clearly, you're probably overdue for that cleaning. Now, the outside of your chimney can pose major risks as well. So you want to inspect it from the outside to see if it leans or if it's separating from your home. If it does either, you need to call a professional to come check it out ASAP. Loose bricks or cracks are easier fixes. Replace them or seal them as needed. Now, you also want to keep an eye out for vegetation at the top of the chimney. Ivy, for example, can grow across the top of the chimney and obstruct the flow of exhaust gases out of it. And if your chimney exhausts through a metal vent pipe, it can easily become disconnected. So make sure it hasn't become like dislodged or it's rusted out. If you keep an eye on your chimney, it's going to continue to serve you for a long time to come. But it's the kind of thing, though, that if you ignore it can really become quite dangerous. So now's the time to get to it.
Lane in Arkansas is looking to do some countertop updates with the cement countertop. How can we help you with that project? I've been wanting to get granite countertops forever, and uh, I can't really afford it being a single dad and paying the mortgage and everything. So I was looking at the concrete method. I watched some videos on YouTube and whatnot, and I really like how it looks because it looks a lot like the granite. And my question is kind of where is it? pretty simple for a, a guy that that knows a lot of, not a lot about concrete but you know a little about it and uh the edging stuff that they sell on websites do you need to buy that or can is there a way that you can do it with just normal like wood where you could form it up yourself so first of all concrete countertops are beautiful but they're a lot of work to build, as you've learned if you've watched all of those YouTube videos, which I commend you for doing. In terms of the edging, you certainly, um, having those tools certainly makes it a lot easier. But if you're crafty, you probably could make your own edging tools okay. to get an acceptable edge to that concrete surface. Uh, the good news is that the materials itself are, is, is fairly inexpensive. So if you really screw it up, you could <laughs> break it up throw it in the garden and start again, you know. Right. <laughs> but um, the the key is really the prep and making sure that you've got the form built correctly and you're totally ready to go and you know exactly what you're going to do once you start to pour in that concrete because you don't get a second chance. Would you recommend a certain type of concrete? You know, Quickcrete makes a commercial-grade countertop mix. All right. So I would just go buy that. Okay. You know, you can pick that up at at a home center hardware store and just go for that. Well, that sounds good. That's probably what I'll end up doing then. All right, well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Renee in North Carolina needs some help weatherproofing. What can we do for you? I just recently moved into a brand new apartment complex. So, you know, the the windows are, you know, pretty pretty good windows, but what I found is that it is freezing in here now that the temperatures drop. So I'm looking for suggestions on how to put up temporary um, fixes to um, the windows leaking the air in and also the sliding door. Um, I have a big sliding glass door that I'm not sure how to weatherproof that. All right, Renee, first of all, um, as far as the windows are concerned, one of the things you might want to look into is weather stripping caulk. There's a certain type of caulk that's designed to be removable. And one of the products is called Seal and Peel, with the letter N, Seal and Peel. And I think that one is by Red Devil or DAP. Both, both manufacturers have a version of this. And the way it works is you essentially can caulk the windows shut. So you can caulk around all those gaps. And then in the spring, you can grab the, the caulk bead and peel it off. And it comes off like a piece of rubber. Just make sure you leave one window unclosed, you know, unsealed, because just in case you need it for any grass, you know, in an event of an emergency. Because it comes out, but it just doesn't come out that fast. Now, as far as the door is concerned, I would just use shrink film for that. So the shrink film, uh, basically, you put a two-sided adhesive tape around the door, and then you attach the film to that, and then you take a hair dryer and warm the film, and it shrinks and gets nice and taut and crystal clear. Okay. So the film would actually uh, prevent the door, the sliding glass door from opening? Correct. You would not be able to okay. use that door in the winter. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have to be able to use it, then you just have to use weather stripping 
but it's probably not going to be as effective. Okay, well, this has been very helpful. <laughs> I've just been afraid to put up anything that was going to destroy the window or the paint. I know. You want to get that security <laughs> deposit back eventually, right? Definitely, or not pay more. <laughs> All right, Renee, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Just ahead, the holidays are coming up. Is your bathroom ready? We're going to tell you about a new fixture from American Standard that can help. It not only performs, it actually cleans itself. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by ADT. Home isn't just a place, it's a feeling. The feeling that you're safe to enjoy the things that matter most. ADT lets you take that feeling with you. Learn more at ADT.com. ADT, home safe home. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 888 Pit, presented by Home Advisor. You can get instantly matched with top-rated pros for any home project and book appointments online for free. Olin's on the line with a wainscoting question. How can we help you today? Yes, uh, I was wanting to do some wainscoting in my living room, and uh, I'd seen some people do it with pallets, actually taking the, the pieces off and using the slats for the wainscoting. And I know they do treat them with some chemicals and stuff, and... As long as I run it through a planer and everything, would that pretty much treat it as long as it's filled up with the polyurethane and all that to keep it from being toxic from 
with the children and stuff. Well, I can't really answer that question because I'm not sure how they treat the pallets. And frankly, I've torn a lot of pallets apart in my day as, as things have been delivered. And I never really had a concern about treatment and never actually can recall smelling an odor from the treatment. Well, I, I, I never would have thought about it, but I looked at some, st- some pallet ideas online and I saw where some people had done wood floors with them and the wainscoting, and it just, it looked stunning, really. It was totally different looking from what you'd think a pallet would usually be, you know. Right. And so that's what gave me the idea, and I thought, well, that's, that would be a cheap uh, yeah, and hey, it's an it's an it's an upcycling too, Leslie. I mean, you're taking something and reusing it in a new and a creative way. Better than sending it to ground to a to a to a dump. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't be personally too concerned about uh, treatment because I'm not sure that it, that that they are treated. But I would say that if you detect any odors and you're thinking that they're treated, then you know it, the virtue of the fact that you're going to seal them will probably minimize that. So I, for me, I don't think it would be a concern. Okay. Well, that sounds good, then. I appreciate it, guys. All right, Owen. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. While the holidays are coming up, is your bathroom ready? Now's a great time to think about updating your bath before the guests arrive. There's a new toilet on the market that's not only efficient, it actually cleans itself. Yep, it's called the Vormax Plus Toilet, and it's made by American Standard. It's designed to not only clean, but freshen with every flush. Now, this toilet has these Vormax jets that are up under the rim, and they pretty much blast away the grime when you flush. And then they've combined it with what's called the Vormax Fresh Infuser, and that releases Lysol cleaner into the bowl to keep it clean and smelling fresh, flush after flush. Yeah, and you know what I like? The Fresh Infuser is hidden in a compartment, which is really easy to access, and there's nothing hanging inside the bowl. So when you combine these two things together, you get a really forceful Vormax jetted scrub, and that allows allows the Lysol cleaner to scrub the entire bowl, including under the rim where the dirt really gets trapped and hides. Yep, and that's why they say the Vormax Plus is a self-cleaning toilet that freshens with every flush. You can check it out at AmericanStandard.com. Terry in Illinois is on the line with a water pressure sort of issue going on because the shower is just not strong enough. Tell us what's going on, Terry. I live in the country. My home's about uh, 13 or 1,400 feet from my meter. And we have uh, somewhat of a pressure problem. The, the biggest problem is the temperature that gets robbed when you're in the shower or uh, one of the faucets. If another faucet is turned on or if the washing machine starts up or whatever. And so you're getting shower shock, right? You're getting the, the temperature in the water is, is changing, getting hot or cold and, and uh, causing causing a domestic disturbance in the house? Mostly when I'm in the shower. <laughs> of course. All right, so Terry, we, we have we have the technology. We have a solution. And it's called a pressure-balanced valve. This is going to uh, save save your, dramas- your domestic tranquility. We'll return it to its natural state of peace and calm. And here's how it works. Basically, a pressure-balanced valve makes sure that the mix between the hot water and the cold water, once set, does not change regardless of what happens to the pressure on either side of the equation. So while the mix is, is locked in, you might find you may find that the flow changes. You might get a little more water water or a little less water, depending on what's going on with other fixtures in the house. But the mix won't change. And because the mix doesn't change, your temperature temperature is steady. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you want to replace that shower valve with one that's called a pressure balanced valve. And that will solve that problem. 
Okay. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Just ahead, we'll share some easy tips to add color and some decor pop to your home with wall coverings. We'll explain those projects after this. The Money Pit is brought to you by the Vormax Plus self-cleaning toilet from American Standard. Its flushing technology cleans the bowl two times better with just water. And the Vormax Plus Fresh Infuser releases Lysol Cleaner to freshen with every flush. It's the cleanest, freshest flush ever engineered. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, are you concerned about mold in your house? It can be pretty serious, especially if you're buying or selling or just looking out for your family's health. And while most mold tests take days to complete, the Healthful Home 5-Minute Mold Test does not. It identifies the presence of bad molds in five minutes or less. And it turns out we're giving away a whole package of mold control solution products from Healthful Home. There's no lab fees required. There's no need to hire an inspector. It's a total DIY test for mold. You'll find it at Ace Hardware. You can learn more at healthfulhome.com. And if you give us a call right now, it's going to go out to one listener drawn at random. The number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. And in Missouri, what's going on at your Money Pit? I bought a modular home that sits on the foundation, and the people that lived in it before we did had it kind of fixed up like a living area. Well, when we bought it, we decutted the whole thing, and noticed that while we were decutting it, when the rain came, it would flood. So we dug out around the basement, but we left an awning on the top part of my mother-in-law's house and got it all finished. And the last couple of years, when it rains, water comes in and my whole flooring, my beautiful flooring just welted up and ruined. So is this flooring, you mentioned that you dug around the foundation. Not quite sure why you did that because it probably wasn't necessary. But is the water coming into a lower level, like a basement level, or is the water coming in around this roof, this awning roof? I'm not sure. I thought it was coming around the basement, so I pulled it out, tarred the whole thing except for that area. And it doesn't leak anywhere else but that area where the awning's at now. Mm-hmm. And I noticed mm-hmm. that there was a crack between the the house and the actual concrete of the awning. When you say crack, you mean, you mean between the roof uh, where the awning attaches, or do you mean at the foundation level? At the foundation level. Okay, yeah, that's called rotation. What happens is those those concrete stoops pull away from the walls and they rotate. Look, if this is caused by water infiltration, this water infiltration is caused by uh, basement leakage or foundation leakage, you're not going to seal your house well enough to stop that from happening, no matter how much tar you put on the foundation. So what I want you to do is to go to our website at moneypit.com, and on the homepage there's an article about how to stop a basement from leaking that walks you through this step-by-step. Conceptually, what you're going to do is regrade the foundation perimeter to make sure all that soil that you took out is tamped now well and packed in nice and uh, tight around the foundation. We want it to slope down about six inches over four feet. And secondly, we want to know that you have gutters on the house. They're clean. They're free-flowing. And the downspouts are discharging out four to six feet, not inches, feet away from the foundation. If you keep the water from the roof and 
the natural rainfall away from that foundation, you won't get any leakage into that area. It's just not going to happen. So do that first and see if the leaks continue. Uh, if they continue, then we got to look for another source. But I want you to get the most obvious one out of the way first. And thanks for calling 888 Money Pit. Well, wall coverings can have a big impact on a room's decor scheme, both in design and, if you're not careful, your wallet. Fortunately, affordable products are making it easier than ever to achieve professional results on a DIY budget. Now, when you're looking at the wallpaper, you want to choose the best quality paper you can afford and then use it sparingly. Consider papering maybe a powder room, for example, or maybe just choose one wall to be like the focus wall in the family room, or you could use wallpaper inside squares that are trimmed out in the molding of a dining room. Paper the bottom half of the walls under the chair rail. I mean, you get the idea. Use it strategically. Yeah, I mean, it really is a great way to add just such a focal design point that's gorgeous. It could be simple. It could be very design-oriented or detail-oriented with a pattern. Another thing I like to use is repositionable vinyl, which is a wallpaper. It's adhesive-backed. It goes on very easily. You do have to use a little burnisher, one of those you know plastic squeegees to get out any bubbles and sort of work slowly to get smooth. But you can take any photo and have it printed onto these vinyl wall coverings and then use it as a mural. You know, for example, I'm designing a uh, little girl's room that she loves the winter scene of the Nutcracker Ballet. And so I found this beautiful photograph of some winter birch trees with snow. And I'm using that as a wallpaper for her main wall in the bedroom that the bed will be on. I think it's a great way to just bring in, you know, the outdoors or a beautiful scene or a crazy pattern. And it's repositionable, so it's temporary and you're not going to damage the wall surface. And it's truly affordable if you find the right source. Now, could maybe even do a sports theme mural for a man cave? <laughs> oh, my goodness. We looked at a house that had huge, like, blown-up baseballs as the wall covering in a little boy's room. It was oh, so great, great. That's a very cool idea. Really great. Yep. Yep. Good tip. Don in Pennsylvania's got a question about windows. What can we help you with? These, these windows are mid-1700s. That's before the revolution. The ones I'm working on, there was, the, the building actually had a date on it, 1746. Wow. wow. That's impressive. And the glass on these was like poured glass. It wasn't, wasn't manufactured the way they make them now. And I'm trying to save the glass, and I'm trying not to damage the wood at all, but I'm scraping and painting and weatherizing these, these windows. And the reason I'm doing that is because a lot of the glaze is falling out and the, the paint is flaking away and everything. But some of that glaze that's on there... And this, this hasn't been done, I would say, for more than 30 years because we've lived here 30 years and have never done it to, to this window. And so that, some of the glaze is falling out, but others, it's really tenacious and stuck to that wood and that glass. And I don't want to ruin the glass or ruin the wood. So what's the best way to get that old glaze out of there? Are you using any heat to help you here? Not yet. So what you want to try to do is get a heat gun, which kind of looks like an industrial size hair dryer. Yeah, I, I have an electric heat gun, and I've used that uh, to help remove some of the paint. But I don't know the temperature of that of that heat gun. But uh... well, I mean, you want to use it use it cautiously. You know, I wouldn't lean into it with the nozzle, but I would try to warm that old putty. Generally, if you warm it, it loosens up. Now, some guys that do windows all the time will actually use steam 
to soften the putty. And I've seen guys create almost like steam chambers where they kind of build a box, fill it with warm steam, and then slide the sashes in there and then pull them out. And now they're warm and they strip them off. One way that you could try to do this without sort of building that chamber might be to get a wallpaper steamer and then use some of that steam, use it against the window, warm it, that warm, moist steam may also help to loosen it up. But if you already got the heat gun, I would try trying to warm it up gently and see how the old glazing reacts to that. Oh, okay. I, I will. Thank you. All right, Don. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit still to come. Want to make sure your fridge can handle all of those leftovers as the holidays are about to begin? We're going to have the step-by-step tips next. Live in a Money Pit. Today's Money Pit is presented by Isonine Spray Foam Insulation, an effective one-step insulation product that insulates, air seals, and reduces drafts that can save as much as 40% on your heating and cooling bills. Learn more about Isonine Spray Foam Insulation today by visiting isonine.com. Making good homes better? Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, what's on your fall fix-up to-do list? Post your home decor or improvement question to the Money Pits community page at moneypit.com or call us 24-7 to 1-888-MONEYPIT, presented by Home Advisor. Also, don't forget the community section on the Money Pit page. We've got a ton of questions there that people are posting, just like Gabriella from New York who writes... I live in an apartment with hot water, steam heat. The paint on the wall above one of the units is peeling and has dark specks that look like mold. Is that caused by the heating unit? If so, what can I do to fix it or stop it from happening? Tom, have you ever lived in a New York City apartment? No, but I've seen plenty of them. And I, and I can tell you that that's probably the least likely place that mold would grow because of all that heat coming off of there. The conditions are just not right. It's more likely that because of the convective loop, Leslie, where you have a lot of sort of cold air falls, strikes the, lad- the radiator and then rises, that that sort of loop of, of warm air carrying with it all the contaminants that are in the average house from, you know, dust, dirt, you know, if you like to light a lot of candles, you get a lot of carbon in the air. If you're a smoker, whatever's in the air sort of washes against the wall and kind of makes it really dirty above a radiator. So it's not mold at all. It's really just a cleaning project, Gabriella. So don't worry. I mean, my goodness, New York City apartments, once they turn the heat on, those rooms are 8,000 degrees. I'm always so surprised, though, when I see that they're so poorly controlled that people actually open their windows because it's so hot. I mean, what oh a waste of energy. You could put the air conditioning on in the winter. Those rooms are 8,000 million zillions degrees. But when it's super cold, you kind of want that. And you can wear shorts all winter. (laughs) There you go. Well, when it comes to keeping those leftovers around for another meal, a fridge that's running at its best is key. Leslie's got advice on how you can improve your refrigerator's efficiency with today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, you know, to make sure your fridge is running optimally, you first want to make sure that it's not too cold. You really need to keep that temperature between 37 and 40 degrees. Also, you've got to make sure that the seal is airtight so cold air isn't escaping. Now, the best way to test this is with a dollar bill. You sort of stick it into the fridge door, close the door. If you can slide it out easily, that gasket isn't working right. Now, you can replace door gaskets for a better seal. 
Here's another idea that you might not have considered. If you want to reduce the cost, be sure to cover the food. Why? Uncovered foods and liquids, they're going to release moisture, and that makes your fridge work harder. Now, it might seem counterintuitive, but a near-empty fridge uses more power than a full one. Those foods and liquids that you have in there collect and store the cold, so your fridge actually works harder to maintain that cold when it's empty. Now, here's another thing. You might want to take into consideration how much food you actually store and then consider downsizing to a smaller one if you are finding that it's more empty than full on normal occasions. Now, if you're in my house, mom of two small boys, make sure that the fridge door is actually closed because half the time kids are leaving it wide open. And perhaps padlocked. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Great ideas. And today's edition of Leslie's Last Word was presented by Jiwave. Safeguard your home and loved ones with the smart security light by Maximus Lighting. The porch light redefined. Equipped with two-way talk, high-definition camera, 17-feet motion detection, and a 100-decibel siren alarm. Coming up next time on The Money Pit, do you get stuck when it comes time to picking the perfect glue for your project? You know, with a gazillion adhesives to choose from out there, it can be hard to know which works best for your job. We're going to have some simple tips that can help, though, on the next edition to The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a body pit.